Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays to Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Before we get into our story, Molly has a question for her better half. McGee, ever since that nice credential man of ours told us about that mortgage cancellation plan, there's something I've been wanting to ask him. Well, I don't profess to be a professor, kiddo, but what's your particular problem? Well, just this, McGee. Mm -hmm. Almost everyone knows the Prudential Insurance Company has a special plan that will pay off a family's mortgage if anything happens to Dad. But what about those families living in rented homes or apartments? Doesn't the Prudential have a plan to protect them, too? It sure does. And just as you may have guessed, it's called the Prudential Rent Payment Plan. That certainly makes sense. You see, a Prudential Rent Payment Plan will provide your family with money to pay the rent each month if you're no longer here. You'd never have to worry about the first of the month rolling around because you'll always have your rent money on hand. Now, of course, if you should ever decide to buy a house, this policy can be used to cover a like amount of your mortgage debt. Sounds perfect to me, McGee. So, friends, if you want to be sure there'll always be a roof over your family's head, keep them covered with a Prudential Rent Payment Plan. Your Prudential agent will be glad to tell you more about it. Ordinarily, opening the medicine chest in the McGee bathroom is a simple enough operation. But somehow or other, today it sticks. Can't understand why this latch don't work. That ratted thing sticks every time I try... McGee, what are you muttering into your beard about? I'm not muttering into my beard. I'm talking to my chest, my medicine chest. <laughs> Trying to get the dad ratted door open. To... <laughs> oh, heavenly days, McGee. Is that the best you can think of, Molly? I could make some lot stronger remarks, like... Never mind, never mind. There's a lady present. Well, let's get this mess cleaned up. Oh, will you look at that? Sorry I caused such a pharmaceutical landslide. Just looking for my sulfamycillin, that's all. Your what? My sulfamycillin. The pills that Doc Gamble gave me for indigestion. Oh, yes, but don't tell me that lunch I fixed you gave you indigestion, McGee. No, just... no, no. I'm just anticipating, you know... That bowling league victory dinner Saturday night down at the spaghetti joint. I may need them pills. I'll help you look for them. I know the ones you mean. I'm sure there must be a couple of pills left if I can find... Well, if there's only a couple left, you better forget the bottle and have the prescription refilled. I can't. The prescription number's on the bottle. Oh, dear. Corn cure, cold cure, manicure, temperature, pedicure, but no cure for the immature epicure. Doggone the luck. Them sulfamycillin pills always do the trick, too. I'll worry myself sick now that I know I ain't got any on hand in case I do get sick. <laughs> well, for goodness sakes, get Dr. Gamble to give you another prescription, then. Say, that is an excellent idea. Thank you. Better not put it off, too, either. I better go right down before I forget all about it. I hate to be caught with a bad attack of heartburn and nothing to put it out with. Well, thanks for the suggestion, kiddo. I'll be back in an hour. McGee, come back here. You forgot to... What do I mean, Forgot. He slid out of here like a eel, just to avoid putting all this junk back in the medicine chest. Oh, but why shouldn't he? He's got the greatest labor-saving device in the world, a wife.
So I went to Doc Gamblewimp, and he gave me a new prescription for my heartburn pills and wouldn't charge me a cent. Isn't that nice? He's very big that way, isn't he? <laughs> He's very big in every way, Wimp. I was saying to Molly yesterday, old Doc is fat in places where other people haven't even got places. Doggone <laughs> it, where's that clerk with my pills, anyhow? Well, maybe he's rolling them around the block. <laughs> oh, here he comes now. And I'd better get along home, Mr. McGee. See you later. Okay, Wimp. Boy, the service in this joint. Uh, here's your prescription, Mr. McGee. Now, what else well, can I Well, it's about do? time, bud. Let's have a cigar here before you ring up. Uh, yes, sir. What kind? Oh, might as well have a good one while I'm at it. Hand me down that box of three for a dollar Havana Havanas, bud. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, how many? One. Will be thirty-five cents plus the two and a half dollars for the prescription. Makes two and a half for the prescription. You mean a dollar and a quarter, don't you? Uh, no, sir. Two and a half is the price. I've been getting that prescription filled for years now, and it's never been more than a buck and a quarter, Bud. Just because I took a three for a dollar Havana Havana, don't mean you got to soak me double for my medicine. Well, I'm new here, and I don't know what you used to pay, but two and a half is the right price. Let me see Kramer. I checked it with Mister Kramer. Let me see Kramer. He just went out to lunch. What's the matter? His own lunch counter ain't good enough? He went to the Ritz Vista, but I asked him before he left, and he said, two and a half is the price. Sure. For my two and a half bucks, he can have himself a swell lunch at the Ritz Vista. Well, he won't eat on me, Si. You just keep them pills and tell Kramer I hope he has to use all of them for his heartburn when he gets back, because I'm taking my trade away from this Paragoric Palace. Now, wait a minute. Give me my prescription back. I'm going to find me a reasonable, friendly drugstore. Instead of this robber's nest. And here, I don't want your three for a dollar Havana Havana neither. But you've already bitten off the end, sir. So I have. But that can't be more than two cents worth. Here. Now we're even. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. In 1955, feature for feature, Crosley again gives you more for your money. Now, you can own a superb Crosley Super V table model with a big 21-inch screen for as low as $149.95, well, not finished, or as little as $1.99 a week. That's all you pay for this big screen Super V with all the fabulous Crosley features that make Crosley a famous name in TV. Features like Crosley's cinema-wide screen for the biggest 21-inch picture ever, Crosley's illuminized picture tube for a TV picture that's up to 40% brighter, and Crosley cabinets that are the last word in fine furniture design. So be sure to see the sensational Crosley Super V table model with the big 21-inch screen, priced at just $149.95, as little as $1.99 a week. See it at your Crosley dealers and see for yourself why we say, in 1955, more than ever before, feature for feature, Crosley gives you even more for your money. Get out and never come back! Huh. Oh, I'll show him. Just for that, I won't never come back. I've never been here before, and I'll never be here again. What was all the commotion back there, McGee? Ah, it's smart, Alec Druggist. Come all the way out here in the country, 12 miles from town, advertise themselves as the lowest cut-rate pharmacy in the country, then want two and a half dollars. Two and a half for a prescription that never cost me a cent more than a buck and a quarter up to now. Well, you've succeeded in alienating the affections of every drugstore in this locality. What do we do now? I'll think of something. 
Incidentally, what happens now if one of us gets sick and needs some medicine to save our life? What you mean? After this day's work, there isn't a druggist in ten miles who wouldn't greet you at the door with a ball bat. Oh, it ain't that bad. Besides, I've got principles. I refuse to be overcharged double for sulfamyacillin, that's all, or anything else. Like they say in the history book, millions for defense, but not one cent for tribune. That's tribute. It is? What's tribune? It's a newspaper, also an old Roman governor. They had newspapers in the days of Rome? They had paper. It was called papyrus. Oh. I always thought papyrus was a virus that gave you Popeyes or papyruses. <laughs> no, papyrus was ancient paper made out of reeds and bulrushes. Oh, yeah. That's where they fought the Civil War, right? That bulrush. Oh, McGee, stop it. That was Bull Run. Oh, yes, of course. Say, how'd we ever get around to Bull Run, anyhow? I don't know. Oh, yes, I do. You said millions for defense, but not one cent for Tribune. That's Tribute. I know. That's what I told you. The Tribune was an old Roman newspaper that people with Popeyes read during the Civil War, published at Bull Run. Dearie, I won't go so far as to say you're mixed up and turned around. But do you know we've driven past our own house twice, and we are now approaching a police car going the wrong way on a one-way street? We are. He... Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh hello, officer. Uh, we're just leaving. <laughs> Honestly, McGee, I'm getting tired of this whole thing. Well, you didn't have to come along, Molly. You could have stayed home. Come on, Teeny, hurry up. You're walking too fast, Mr. McGee. Oh, well. I don't know why you had to drag this child into this anyhow. Now that we finally found the old pill bottle in the trash can, and now that you finally decided to buy the pills at Kramer's after all, why don't you just walk in there and buy them? Me set foot in Kramer's drugstore after that bandit tried to rob me? No, sir. Teeny knows what to do, don't you, Teeny? Sure. I go around the corner to Kramer's, and I take in this bottle and this money. Two and a half bucks, so be careful. Yeah. And I ask the man behind the counter to refill the subscription. And then bring it back here so as I can quick take a couple of pills. Oh, just thinking about them robbers, I get a heartburn you could fry an egg on. So hurry, Teeny. Yeah, oh. I sure will. Be brave, Mr. McGee, oh. and I'll be back in a flash to settle your hash. Oh, I hope so. Don't look at me that way, Molly. It wasn't your dinner. It's just that I got myself so upset. Well, didn't I warn you? All this fuss about buying indigestion pills in case you should need them only led to a nice case of same. And then losing the new prescription Dr. Gamble just gave you. Yeah, it's lucky I found the old bottle so I could get it refilled and not be without it. Ah, here she comes with the pills. I got it. I got it for you like you told me, Mr. McGee. Oh, thank you, sis. Let me have a couple quick. Can I have the change, huh, Mr. McGee? Can I? Yeah, no. What change? It was a dollar and a quarter change out of two and a half. What? Why, them drugstore bandits trying to charge me two and a half, and when I send somebody else in, just a buck and a quarter. McGee, where are you going? You stay there. I'm going into Kramer's. And what I got to say ain't for the soft, delicate ears of women folk. Will I burn the lobes off of the ears of them highway robbers? Will I? Hey, Kramer! Kramer, come out! Uh, yes, sir. What is it? Kramer. Well, he's not here, Mr. McGee. He's having dinner. Doesn't that pill roller ever do anything but eat? Okay, you you wanted two and a half bucks off of me for my sulfamyacillin, didn't you? Did I? Oh, yes, I did. But when I send somebody else in with my old bottle to be refilled, how much do you charge them, huh? Hmm? The little girl you just waited on. Oh, that. Was that for you? Yeah, and you only charged her a buck twenty-five like I always used to pay. Explain that, Buster. Why? Well, now, that's very simple, sir. The new prescription you brought in was for 50 pills. 
The bottle I just filled for the little girl called for 25. You bet your life, and just don't ever let it happen again. Fibber and Molly will be right back. Sparkle, sparkle, your hair too. Sparkles after Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo gets your hair clean. Dial Shampoo gives your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you. When you use Dial Shampoo. Isn't that an exciting promise? Well, it's true. Dial Shampoo does give your hair that diamond sparkle look. A brighter, more appealing look you love. With Dial Shampoo, you get loads of lanolated lather instantly. It cleanses every strand of your hair gently and thoroughly, leaves it ever so soft and ever so easy to manage. Get Dial Shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle. Until you do, you just can't imagine what a difference one shampooing can make. Diamond Sparkle, that's for you when you use Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo. McGee, Dr. Gamble just called. What do you have to say? Oh, nothing much. He just forgot to tell you this afternoon that he doubled the number of pills in the prescription he gave you so you'd only come around and annoy him half as often. Oh, hand me that bottle again. Take two. Thank you. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Whipple and Jack Crucian as the pharmacist. Well, tomorrow McGee thinks a sleigh ride might be lots of fun. And it is, too. For us, this is John Wald reminding you to tune in. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.